There were only two shots. Then everything went deathly silent, other than the rumbling idle of the Oldsmobile. Reaching over, I turned the key off, silencing the big motor. Pistol in hand, I twisted around and popped open the passenger door, and keeping below the car's bodywork, bailed out into the snow. I hadn't seen the shooter, but the station attendant had been approaching the driver's side, and I was pretty sure he'd been shot in the back. That meant that the killer had to have been on the same side of the vehicle. Scrambling through the snow to the rear of the vehicle, I stopped and listened. The snow had stopped falling, and it was eerily quiet. The thick blanket that covered every surface seemed to make the world preternaturally quiet. There was no wind in the valley to sigh through the pine trees, no sound at all other than a gentle buzzing from the bright lights within the big yellow sign. I hoped to hear the crunch of snow under feet as my opponent moved, but I didn't. Whoever was out there was staying put, but where the hell had he been? Around the corner of the building? Even more importantly, how had he known I was going to be here? I didn't think for a second this was a simple gas station robbery. The first shot had been intended for me. Only after the shooter realized he'd missed had he turned the weapon on an innocent attendant. Eliminate a witness? Perhaps remove someone that might help me fight back? But how had he gotten here ahead of me? As soon as I asked the last question, realization dawned. I was now an event point. Somehow, someone in the future was tracking me, or had tracked me, and it sent another shooter to redact me. Was it another me, or was it someone I wouldn't recognize? Was it even possible for there to be another me that could have been sent back? Huddling there in the snow, I made myself forget about all the questions, at least for the moment. It was more important that I survive the encounter. Once I was safe, there was plenty of time to explore all of the possibilities that came to mind. Right now, I needed to focus on the person that had tried to put a bullet in my head. But I was having a hard time coming up with a plan. The olds had come to a stop well within the light cast by the station. There was nothing other than flat open ground for 40 yards in any direction, and it was covered with calf-deep snow. If I tried to run, I'd be moving slow and would make an easy target. Maybe that's why he hadn't pressed the attack. For the same reason I couldn't dash to a safer location, he couldn't show himself. We were in a stalemate. I sat there, pistol up and ready, but not about to expose any part of my body. Since there had been no follow-on shots, I was confident I was well concealed from the assassin. Looking around, I checked the parking lot on my side. A battered jeep that most likely belonged to the dead attendant sat near the end of the building. Snow was piled deep on its roof and hood, and it covered the windshield. For a brief moment, I considered making a break for it. From there, I would have cover to circle behind the building, but it was just too far away. I'd never make it, not having to slog through the snow, and it wasn't any better in the other direction, unless I made a run directly away from the car and headed into the forest. After a moment, I dismissed this thought. Perhaps I couldn't make it, but I'd leave a very visible trail in my wake. Plus, I was wearing a dark coat that stood out like a sore thumb against the white ground. It would be simple for the shooter to track and spot me in the forest. With a shiver, I realized that taking the coat off wasn't an option either. 
It was well below freezing, and I wouldn't last long wearing only a thin shirt. I snapped my head around when a faint sound reached my ears. It wasn't something I could identify, but since I'd turned off the car's engine, it was the first thing I'd heard other than the buzzing of the lights. The noise had been too subtle for me to place the source. It could have been heavy snow dropping off a tree branch in the forest, or an animal that was out for a midnight stroll. But I didn't think so. Listening hard in the silence, I heard it again almost a minute later. I wasn't certain, but it sure as hell sounded like someone was moving stealthily through the snow. The problem was, I couldn't begin to tell what direction it was coming from. Slowly, I wormed my way towards the front of the car, pausing with my head next to the tire. As I came to a stop, a brief flash of movement from behind the jeep caught my eye. 